Hello everyone, I'm Brandy. My name is Charlay. And welcome back to Unspoken Transitions where we talk all about the nuances of adulthood and all of the different transitions and phases that we go through. So for today's topic, we are going to be talking about social media. I know it's huge in our society today and the overconsumption of it. So I wanted to do something different today. I wanted to start off with some statistics that I found about social media. And the first statistic is that approximately 4.9 billion people in the world are using social media today. The average person spends about 145 minutes a day on social media and half of millennials trust the product recommendations of all of the influencers and things like that that you're seeing. And there's also a really large correlation between social media use and depression in adolescence. So out of those <laughs> out of those staggering statistics, which one kind of sticks out to you? Um for me it's the because I feel like social media is like high key ingrained into society and everything that we do. So the one mm-hmm. that sticks out to me is more of the depression one, like me in too. adolescence and stuff like that. It's just sad. Um because they everyone consumes it, it's comparing because I think mm-hmm. we us growing up we had like Facebook, you feel me? We had like mm-hmm. Facebook or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, but like people were actually just posting. There wasn't as many filters, fillers, yeah. edits, and stuff like that. So yeah. you literally just posted some cringe selfie or a picture of a flower, <laughs> and then that's it. But now, with all the filters, edits, people are getting surgery that you can't even tell. People are making edits on their bodies and everything. So teenagers are com- teenagers, even like children, are comparing themselves to grown, developed adults, which makes yeah. them depressed or not want to or don't feel confident in themselves. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot more pressure to look one specific way rather than embracing who you are and just understanding you don't need a BBL at 17 because you have not grown into your body yet, for example. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I get how that can lead to depression, which is really tough. Yeah, and there's so much exposure to things that I feel like when we were that age that we weren't exposed to, unless you were watching certain shows or things like that. But for the most part, just everything is laid out there. Um, And for those who may be sensitive or not aware of certain things, it's just all kind of thrown in your face. And I also learned um, in this like conference that I went to about social media that most youth today and teens today don't know how to separate life between social media Mm. to them social media is literally real life interesting like they don't see a difference it's like no my life on social media is just as real as my life in real life i feel like for me i'm like okay social media social media but this is this is the real thing but for Mm. them their perspective is a lot different and the way they're wired is a lot different so they really believe that it's all the same like everything that happens with my school friends on social media is just as real as what's happening in real life and what they say to my face and social media maybe even more so hmm yeah when you say that do you mean like they think interactions on social media is just as like um just as good as real life interactions like they think they're both interchangeable or like Mm -hmm. what do you mean by that yeah so like for them there's no there's like no separation like they truly think okay like this is very real like Mm -hmm. I don't know I feel like the best way to describe it is for me sometimes I'm like I don't want to have this conversation with you on social media like I'd rather have it with you in In person person. or on messages but for them like that's the way that they communicate best so Mm. for them it's like it may be easier for me to communicate with you 
using using this and also um i know there's a lot of stuff going on with like the virtual world and reality and things like that but it's not like a virtual reality for them it's literally their reality that is their reality yeah so like all of the they think this is how food looks this is how these places look um they think that this is how people look and not understand that like people have um folds on them not everyone is like perfectly fit and everything according to social media or like not everyone dresses to the nines all the time even your favorite influencer mm-hmm. wears sweatpants and everything or just even the expectations versus like reality like you have to understand that even when people are filming at a restaurant or like a store or whatever i promise you the edits and the filters and stuff to make it look as bright and vibrant and everything they're happening it's solely on social media it's not even necessarily focused on like real life because mm-hmm. you got to make it look pleasing just like these commercials you'll get a mcdonald's sandwich in person versus the <laughs> picture you saw or like the commercials you would see in their day and night so yeah yeah the ex- i think that really sets them up for failure in terms of expectations because it's just like life doesn't work this way and how you understand mm-hmm. is like oh this is how it works and that's tough yeah and i think another point too with um them not being able to separate is that their social media identity is just as real as their actual reality Mm. if that makes sense so like would you say so your profile is just as real as if someone were to see you on the street kind of a thing oh like minus the filters and stuff like that no it's it's like the same they're just as valuable so when you're talking about i guess trying to make things look picture perfect i think that's why Mm. because they're both so valuable to this upcoming generation which i find very interesting yeah same yeah i think um it must be i think that's really hard because even absolutely like celebrities now i think the constant comparison comparison to celebrities and how they look and how they can be like them and how they can have their same body and stuff like that is just a recipe for disaster because everybody has different shapes everybody looks different so having a focus on like oh i am shaped like a rectangle but i'm trying to look like somebody who's an hourglass all the time or i'm trying to like it's not natural for me to be 100 pounds, but I'm going to try to be like this K-pop star who is like 100 pounds mm-hmm. so I can look like them. And people are getting eating disorders and developing a lot of deeper issues yeah. with self-confidence and everything because these filters. Yeah, absolutely. Like some people can't take a picture without a filter. So, yeah. 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 I fell into that a little bit. I was like doing filters on Instagram, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then like um, TikTok. And then I reached the point where I was like. No, 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 I can't do this. I look crazy right now. Like, I have to put a filter on. And then after a while, it was like, you know, I am beautiful with or without a filter. So mm-hmm. let me just say, like, let me not. Back. Yeah, let me not do my edits on TikTok. Let me just record it regularly. Get used to how I look. It sounds so bad, but get used it's to true. how I just look in real life again. Yeah. And then just post it and be confident in that rather than trying to nitpick every little thing that makes me a human being. I'm just like. I'm not going to look perfect all the time, and that is okay. Yeah, I think that's what's scary for me with filters is when I put one on, I almost don't recognize myself, Mm -hmm. and for me, I'm like, this looks too unrealistic. Like, I can't do it. (laughs) I can't. I can't. And I've tried tried to do the filters, but I get so creeped out, Mm. so I'm like, I literally don't look like this. My eyes don't look like this. I feel like the face shape, everything. I'm not trying to be a catfish out here. I'm like, I do not look like this, so... I try not to use filters, but, like, in terms of brightening up, like, the screen and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, I feel like that's really helpful. But when it's the altering of your face, Mm -hmm. and there are a lot of filters that do it so subtly that you 
can't even catch on. It doesn't even look like a filter. Mm-hmm. It's it's so wild. Yeah, there's like a natural one I'm thinking on on TikTok. Honestly, I think there are some that are over exaggerated. Like they'll give you lips. Yeah, like the lips. It'll <laughs> give you like a perfect contoured nose. It'll give you um, even a different change of eye color. It'll give you freckles, makeup, and everything like makeup, yeah. all of that. And I think if you like how you look. In a filter, maybe try to like um, mirror it on your own outside of the filter mm, and be like, oh, I think really this idea. makeup look looks good on me, but not depending on the filter for you to feel like you look good. Because there's like a natural filter, but literally it just clears up your skin. You look like you, but it just clears up your skin if you really? have any like um, like acne or anything like that. It just like clears it up. I'm like, okay, that's a good one. But all in all, I think you shouldn't depend on filters because like you said, you'll, you won't recognize who you are outside of the filter. And then you'll just think you are ugly because you don't have, like, these specific features and everything. So I guess the way to discern it, if you can't take a picture without a filter or some kind of, like, extreme edit, then you should reevaluate, like, how you perceive yourself and how these filters have affected your perception of yourself and your self-confidence and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I also... I see how important that is. And at the same time, I'm also wondering for those who aspire to be influencers, you're competing with people who have hundreds of edits on their pictures. Yes. You know what I mean? They're the ones that are getting the brand deals. They're the ones that are getting X, Y, and Z. And you're... It's really horrible. It feels almost like a competition in terms of whose edits are better. Who can make this product look better. So... As much as I want to say go the natural route, you're also competing with a lot of people who do mm-hmm. have those filters. So it's really hard to yeah, it's justify which, both. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely really tough to justify both. I think it's more of just making making a like you can have the filter, but make sure you're separate. Like you said, separating from real life and how you look. You should mm-hmm. like how you look, and then if you want to make it brighter or you want to remove a tree or a person in the background or maybe like even put a filter on so that things can look aesthetically pleasing you just need to understand that an aesthetic is an aesthetic and you are you and not mm-hmm. focusing in on that because yes get the brand deals if you need to slap a filter on it to get a brand deal then go ahead and slap it on there i just think that people are doing these hyper edits and then painting it as reality like oh this is just how i look and then people are like oh my gosh like why don't i just look like this and yeah. You just have, like you said, reality versus what things actually look like is important to discern because if you don't, you're going to end up in a really tough spot. And just remember, we're in a world of capitalism. So they want you to keep nitpicking yourself. They want you to get the rhinoplasty. Mm-hmm. They want you to like get these eyelash extensions. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but like they want you to get eyelash extensions. They want you to get like um, lip fillers. They want you to keep thinking like, oh, like being curvy is in style. Nope, it's not in style anymore. Nope, you need to be like 2000 skinny up. Nope, that doesn't work anymore. Like they're going to keep changing it according to what is going to make the money so just keep in mind that there's nothing wrong with you it's just society's trying to make money from you and if everybody is confident and feels comfortable in their skin nobody's going to make any money which is why um i don't know if you noticed like like in 2020 2019 um tiktok and everything was just promoting like oh bbl all your shapes are good like it was even brands like um Victoria's Secret, all, everyone was just saying like body positivity, body, body positivity. Mm. But if you realize within like late 2022 or like mid 2022 to 2023, now everybody is promoting like, for example, Kim Kardashian got all of her stuff removed, right? Everybody's going towards being super skinny as the ideal beauty standard so that they can push you to think there's something wrong with you. Whereas before, 
body positivity was working out. I think they started to lose money in their pockets and they were like, nope, mm. we need to they change it up. Yep. They might have, for sure. Yeah, like it's an issue. Like before, like the, what they say, the 2016 contour and stuff like that, you need to look this way or you're not beautiful. And then now it's like, nope, natural beauty and stuff like that. And it's just like, you should just be dressing. Same thing with the skinny jeans and all the other <laughs> stuff. Um, not skinny jeans, uh, low-waisted jeans. Like, you should be dressing in a way that matches your body. You should be wearing makeup in a way that matches your features. Your hairstyle should be matching your features and your skin tones and stuff like that. You should be wearing shoes. That, like, everything you're doing, despite what the trends are, despite what is going on, should be tailored to you as yeah. an individual and how it makes you look. So the trends are going to... And that's why, like, I was watching a TikTok the other day. It was funny because they were saying, like, oh, you think people who are in their 40s are just letting themselves go and stuff like that. It's just like, no... They let go of societal standards and they're just yeah. dressing how they want, want because, to. yeah, they're dressing how they want to because the same way that they're canceling skinny jeans right now, by the way, you can't wear skinny jeans. It's canceled. Like, it's old. It's millennial old yeah. or whatever. you wearing them still. And don't worry. You want to know why them. you should? Because it's going to come <laughs> it's back. It's going to come back. <laughs> it's gonna and I'm going to have them stocked up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, like vintage or whatever. And it's just like, yeah. no. So... <laughs> like, Not vintage. Vintage. And it's just like, oh, like my old... 2010s jeans and it's just like this has been in or whatever so i think the sooner people learn to dress according to themselves wear makeup according to themselves hairstyle according to themselves they will be happier rather than trying to hop on the next trend because i can wear low-waist jeans but i promise you it's gonna be wearing me i'm not wearing the (laughs) jeans they're wearing me i'm gonna look really crazy like i don't know if you've seen body theory but like so two people can wear the same exact outfit and completely look different. completely different. You're like, oh, that looks good on them. And I'm like, oh, like. Right. So less trends follow your features and a way to, not for me getting into styling and fashion and stuff like that, but a way to figure that out because I feel like it's tough to just tell somebody like, oh, like just figure it out and dress according to your features is find a celebrity that has similar features to you. So mm-hmm. for me specifically, I think of like, um, selena gomez who has a rounder face right Mm -hmm. rounder cheeks and stuff Mm -hmm. like that i don't have her like set eyes like her smaller eyes Mm -hmm. but like what does she usually wear that complements her like what makeup does she usually have that complements her face maybe not eyeshadow but like that kind of thing body shape who has a similar body shape to me rather than me trying to kill myself to like get to one like uh, 110 pounds and trying to like look like this who has my body shape what do they wear like how what mm-hmm. style do they have that i can kind of wear that complements me yeah. rather than trying to force myself into something that mm-hmm. is just genetically not possible yeah. or is possible but it's just unhealthy in general yeah. so yeah yeah no definitely and speaking on your point about how social media can kind of promote people to change things about themselves i also think it promotes people to buy a lot of things to <laughs> that we might not necessarily need. Um, I think there are so many amazing things that I found mm-hmm. through social media, especially TikTok that I bought. Yes. And also, it comes to draw a line. Like, you don't always need the most updated, you know, thing. Maybe that cup that you have is just fine. You don't need the Stanley Cup <laughs> or whatever the case is. So I think that can also be a lot of pressure, too, mm-hmm. to kind of keep up with the Joneses. Like, okay, everyone has this thing. Okay, I got to, like, yes, get the newest get thing or the newest phone or the you know newest thing it's always good to treat yourself and also where do we draw the line yeah yeah um it's really hard they got me they got me there's so many things i see i'm like oh let me save that yeah like let me save that but i think that's a good method though 
not saying okay i'm going to amazon i'm gonna buy it it's like let me save that and let me come back to it like mm, a fashion yeah. tip that i learned is let it sit in your cart for like three days yeah. come back after three days and see if you actually still want it and then if you still want it compared to what you have do i have space for this right in my house um do i need this do like am i gonna best question am i gonna use this in a year <laughs> am i gonna use this in right. two years like is this gonna be relevant i think that also fits with like fashion too because i was stuck in this loop i'm telling you tiktok had me in a chokehold in 2020 <laughs> i was like that shirt looks cute i'm buying it um these pants look cute i'm buying it like these jewelry's yeah. cute i was like and it wasn't like oh i want it it was like i need it right now because oh, of the way they are i was like yeah. in order for me to look at i need this like and then you reach a point where you just have a bunch of stuff and i promise you i don't wear it to this day i probably just like yeah got yeah. rid of it so save it wait mm -hmm. still want it see if you have space you have space for it evaluate if you're still going to use it in a year or two and if it's no to the majority of these then just leave it. it yeah just don't get it are you going to use it every day you really want that dress where are you wearing it to where are you wearing this ball gown to you can wear it to the coffee like shop coming for me <laughs> no no like like no it's true like where are you where wearing? am i going where are you going like um it was a tiktok sound it was just like don't get me wrong buy the ball gown and wear it but like yeah. if you're not if you know yourself and you're not at the point where you're bold enough to wear it wherever you want whenever you want to wear it i advocate wearing a ball gown in the like stop and shop if you want to mm -hmm. do that but if you know yourself and you're just like i'm not comfortable doing that and i don't think i ever will be comfortable doing that don't touch the ball gown okay if these jeans you think they look cute but your wardrobe you're mostly going into the office every day and like you don't you go out like twice a month and you know you're not going to wear these trendy jeans don't buy it why because it doesn't fit into your lifestyle like don't don't do that to yourself you're just yeah. creating clutter and then guess what in two years we have a bunch of stuff that you need to throw out now your deep clean is going to be a really deep clean and you're not going to be a happy person yeah. so like you got to it's like a cycle. Like it just keeps, and that's it, it feeds the capitalism yeah. machine yeah. so um i think it's important to really assess what you're buying and just stop for mm -hmm. a second because i still do it now i'll see something cute i'm like oh my gosh i need this right now and then i'm like wait yeah do does this do i like this color right what how does that fit my wardrobe um how does it fit my lifestyle how does it fit my body shape yeah. how does it and then most of the time i'm like nope this is this, it looks good on her yeah and i love this for her or him but it's not going to work for me right. and I'm not going to wear this for whatever amount of time yeah. or I'm not going to use the Stanley cup in a year or this mm -hmm. digestive help. Um, <laughs> I don't even know powder is <laughs> not going to work in a year once this uh, influencer starts right. promoting it. So it's trends, the trends, they come and they go and you don't always have to hop on every trend. And I think we've been talking a lot about some of the challenges and negative aspects, but I also think there are a lot of positive aspects too like what do you think have been some of the most positive parts to social media or things that you love about social media what's your favorite app right now oh come on tiktok okay. um definitely tiktok i think the positive aspects of it is like the sense of community like for example i was so hesitant on dressing the way i dress now because I was just like, nobody dresses like this. I was like, nobody dresses feminine like this. I was like, oh, I feel like so childish for liking princess dresses mm -hmm. and liking this like soft girl aesthetic and liking these specific things. Like no one's gonna like this. I don't want to be seen as weird. Not that like I should care, but like, mm -hmm. I don't wanna be seen as weird. But what encouraged me was just seeing a bunch of people my age, just like, nope, love dresses, love like these uh, like pretty things. I love whatever. So it creates a sense of validation and community. It should not be that way. You shouldn't have to um, be validated by other people doing their thing for you to feel like oh, oh now God. i can do it like mm -hmm. permission to do it but ultimately 
if that's how it starts, you get encouraged by, and then you develop your own self-confidence and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It is great. And then it's also great for information. TikTok has taught me a lot about my so food, much. eating, like exercise habits, um, things I'm consuming, um, time management, the world. Like it just is very well, well informed and it's from a genuine perspective. So that's why I really appreciate TikTok mm-hmm. in moderation though. Don't, you shouldn't be scrolling for six hours. Yeah. Like, but, but you can't easily. You just got to close the app and throw the phone. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I just close it and then I'm like, all right, let me just get up and go do something like you can't. Yeah. Because the algorithm gets to you. But ultimately, TikTok, for me at least, is a great community, a great encouragement. Fashion, like um, mm. uh, like good inspiration and stuff like yeah. that. Good advice. Opens my mind to different things and everything. So that's what I really like about it. Yeah, I love that. For me, I really like the creative outlet that it gives me. It gives me like an opportunity to just be creative because I love creating content. I really do. I think it's so much fun. And everything that you said, community, learning, I feel like I've learned so much. I'm still learning to this day from TikTok. Um, and it's just less pressure. I like being on platforms that are just less pressure. I feel like Instagram feels like a lot of pressure. Facebook, too many people know you on there. It's pressure. And we just don't like that. We want yeah. some freedom, some flexibility, and all, all of that. No, yeah. I agree. I think that, I don't know what's going on with Instagram, but like, they don't push your stuff. If they do push your stuff, it'll be like, oh, this pe- this many people seen it, but nobody liked it. You're just like, what's happening right now? And then, I don't know. TikTok is more welcoming to me, in my opinion. Yeah. Same thing. Like you said, Facebook, I might reshare some things, but I'm not, like, mm-hmm. posting a status or anything like that. And so, um, TikTok has been a go-to. I ain't got nothing else that I'm really going on, so... Oh no, TikTok is ruling it right now. It's just doing, <laughs> it's just doing what it needs to and do. You know what's so funny when I was doing my research, Facebook is actually the most used across the world, and then followed by <laughs> Instagram. I think WhatsApp was up there, and TikTok was in like the top ten, I think, but it wasn't as high as like Facebook and Instagram. That's weird. I don't know what's going on with Facebook. I don't it's, know it's what's interesting. Happening. I just think people they just Facebook got a grasp on them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because it's widespread age. Yeah, That's what I'm yeah. yeah. I think widespread age. And also across the world, I think Facebook is easier for people to communicate with each other than, like, TikTok. Mm, that's so, true. That's why. And one thing I want to talk to you about is taking breaks from social media. I think taking breaks is so important. I know some people take breaks when they're fasting. Some people mm-hmm. just take breaks to never come back. Um <laughs> I've seen that. I've done that sometimes. So do you take breaks from social media? Do you find them helpful? I think it's important to take a break because obviously there was life before TikTok. And when I took a break, I was like, what do I do with my time? I was like, if I'm not going on TikTok between work on breaks, I was like, what what am I doing with my life? So it's important to take a break. No, I literally was like, yo, I don't know. I was like, what do I do in my free time if I'm not going on TikTok? I'm like, there's nothing to do. But clearly there was plenty to do because you know i would be creating content or just like going out with my friends or getting into a show i really enjoy or like doing something art artsy or my hobbies or whatever but just being going on tiktok is just easy go on scroll no work no nothing no thinking you just keep going or whatever and then yeah and it's endless it's not like back in the day where um instagram has an end and then you're done there's nothing else you can do like you remember that i forgot about that yeah just stop same thing with yeah. facebook you and then you, you reach the end yeah every couple hours because you refresh yeah. it after 20 minutes you don't there's see anybody there. new yeah so it's yeah That's you have so to, true yeah 
you gotta take breaks like you gotta just stop like sometimes. it doesn't stop for you it doesn't stop for you it doesn't even instagram it doesn't stop anymore no. so i think that breaks are important and when i say that i mean if you can't take like people might be like oh well i'm like a influencer i do whatever like i need to post every day there are scheduling apps you can post and just close the app and that's mm-hmm. it like you don't need to keep going back to it um rediscover your hobbies and who you are outside of social media because it's also what you consume like for example i need to take a social media break because everything was just depressing everything was depressing like every it was like news and just people sharing about depression and like that's all you're feeding into so now again speaking to reality you just think in reality everything is depressing Mm -hmm. because you are what you consume so i think it's also important to take a step back engage in real life do things you enjoy and everything and understand that like yes the world has bad aspects but it doesn't mean that everything is bad because your feed is what you want and like it's your feed specifically it doesn't mean that it applies to everyone and i think that people just are like no yeah. like tiktok said this this is how the world is this is how it is and that's it and then they kind of look people differently yeah. or pe- think people are judging them and so on and so mm-hmm. forth so um take a break or limit your screen time like i know your screen yeah. time should not be more than like eight hours if i'm being real and even eight hours is a lot uh, eight hours i a was day. gonna say that's a lot <laughs> it's a lot but i've heard of people having like 12 14 hours a day like really? at the end of the week so oh wow make it five make it six but i think eight more than eight reevaluate like what's going on and what you're doing and stuff like that and yeah. why you're consuming so much social media and why it's taking up eight hour nine hours of your day every single day or 14 hours of your day every single day yeah breaks are breaks are really really important and i I find it helpful to take breaks from certain apps or take breaks from certain like pages, for example, mm. like, you know, curating your feed to be what it needs to be for you, who you want to see. Um, I remember mm. I created a page that was just for fashion and lifestyle because I didn't, I just wanted to see that. Like I just wanted inspo, not from people I knew, but just people that like inspired me that just, I love their innovation and creativity and things like that. So that was helpful for me to like curate a feed that was just everything that I needed to see and take a break from other things that were just really overwhelming to see mm-hmm. a lot of the time and I find myself always being on that page because it's just like feels like a happy place yep. <laughs> um I agree yeah I also like my fashion page like I didn't make one for specifically for lifestyle but because I have certain fashion like icons that I think are really dope and I love their style and everything and it just is encouraging to like you know continue Mm -hmm. dressing and buying and stuff like that I follow them so it just happened to turn into like everything (laughs) I enjoy and I'm just like oh this is great my main Instagram page who knows what's going on with her but like I barely go on it I don't know yeah yeah I barely go (laughs) on it I don't know what's going on maybe to find like okay specifically I go on my main page to find braiding people I've had in the past or like hairstylist i can't lie no literally because if you go to your fun page you can't find anything no, you have to no. go to your main you one find you... the local people yeah mm-hmm. like oh yeah like i remember this person did this but other than that i don't go on it like at all but i guess that's so yes focus on making your feed something that you enjoy yeah. and if it is just or like um on tiktok i know it's hard because if you watch it they're gonna keep pushing it towards you mm-hmm. if you don't like it don't report don't it interact. don't just keep scrolling just keep going and then they're gonna stop like pushing it towards you and everything so that's a good way to like wean out your feed or just close your phone in and i promise you tiktok will be upset it'll reset the whole thing for you they will not show you the same thing (laughs) yeah they'll be like we lost her yeah (laughs) (laughs) gotta get her back no yeah 
and um on top of that too it can be really hard with notifications coming in constantly so if you need to like mm-hmm. silence the notifications so that you go on at your own point in time because i feel like it can be easy to fall into that trap when you see oh you know you might like this or so and so posted and you're like click and yep. then you're on there for hours um and i know we talked about taking a break from viewing social media but i think it's important to understand taking breaks from content creation because you know we both create content and i feel like i tap into that more of taking breaks when it just feels like not overwhelming but that the content i'm pushing out is like when it doesn't become fun anymore Mm -hmm. that's when i'm like i need to take a break get my creative juices flowing and then come back so i feel more rejuvenated so i feel like i do that oftentimes when it feels like okay i'm not having fun no i get that (laughs) so i'm gonna take a break reset and then come back when it feels fun again Mm mm-hmm and I think that people think, oh, if I take social media break, like, all my videos are going to be shadow banned and everything's going to be bad. When we say take a break, it can be something like you take a batch content, um, pick a day at a month and just do batch content. That'll last you throughout the month. Um, and when I say it doesn't need to be every day, it doesn't need to be every day. And if it has to be every day, that's just another conversation. But mm-hmm. all in all, create batch content, right? So you're still posting consistently, but you don't like after that you can like because you already have enough content for the month you can just breathe for the month and then when the next next month comes by you'll have enough strength to like get back into it again so Mm -hmm. i suggest that if you still want to be active and everything because you know shadow ban people like not pushing stuff and Mm -hmm. if you don't post consistently all of the above we all know the algorithm likes to play games if you're not posting every second of your life but batch content post everything you need to post and that will give you time to just breathe and do what you need to do without sacrificing um your like following and like your page and stuff like that so yeah taking a break from content creation because i reach points where i'm just like i don't want to take pictures i don't want to do anything Mm -hmm. i just want to chill or it's real just doing something like easy pick a trend that like you don't even need to record yourself Mm -hmm. like honestly there's so many you don't even have to record yourself it's just like a reaction and just post it and that's it or just not post like if it's affecting your mental health to that extent like just don't post post for two weeks your mental health is more important than you posting every day like 100 percent. so yeah yeah Yeah. well thank you all for listening i really enjoyed this episode i think social media is great in so many ways and also we just got to be mindful of the way Mm -hmm. that we interact with it so yeah Yeah. so like subscribe follow all of the above if you have questions or comments send an email to unspoken transitions at gmail.com yes thanks y'all bye